Life is not merely a series of meaningless accidents or coincidences, but rather it's a tapestry of events that culminate in an exquisite, sublime plan. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. And I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to Trina Talk. This is episode 96. Before I get into this week's episode, for those of you who are wanting to do a podcast or want to learn how to live stream and do it where you look professional, I am offering a special pricing on my technology assessment. That is one hour you get with me one-on-one where you can ask questions on how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use for live streaming, and anything else that you can think of. To take advantage of this special limited time pricing, go to tech.trinalmartin.com. The topic of this week's episode is Serendipity will find you. My guest this week is Lynn Power. Lynn is a 30-year advertising executive with a love for beauty who turned entrepreneur. She launched Masami, a clean premium hair care brand, in February. She has worked for various big iconic name brands such as Gillette Venus, Clinique, and L'Oreal. She loves building teams, reinventing cultures, and disruption. Hi, Lynn. Welcome to Trina Talk. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm so interested in talking with you because you're in the beauty space. (laughs) But before you actually got into the beauty space doing what you're doing, you had a 30-year career in um, advertising as an advertising executive. So tell me about your journey. Tell me, because that's a pretty, pretty nice job. I think it would be pretty interesting. Tell me what made you decide to leave that and do what you're doing today. Yeah, I mean, it was certainly a long time, right? I mean, when I hear that 30 years, my God, it's so long. But yes, um, I loved being in the advertising industry for a long time. It was for me um, just a sort of really fulfilling career because I got to work on lots of different things all the time and learn lots of different things. And yes, there were moments of it being a a, a very testosterone heavy environment. Um, Hopefully that's improving every day slowly. Um, But I did get to the point where after 30 years, I had kind of risen up the ranks. And, you know, you always have this perception of the big job being like that much more awesome. But actually, when you're managing a large office, you're not doing advertising. (laughs) You're doing Mm -hmm. 
everything else, you know, you're dealing with finance and HR and, um, I was dealing with the press because we had had a very public lawsuit. And so I was dealing with lawyers and all sorts of stuff and it was not what I enjoyed. So I just kind of had that realization that I had gotten myself so far removed from getting my in there and really working on brands and building brands. And that's what I really loved. And I wanted to get back to doing that, but I wanted to do it on my terms. You know, I was sort of tired of doing it um, and having other people call the shots. And I just decided, you know what, I've been doing this long enough time for me to walk the walk and do it for myself. Wow. And isn't that, you know, like us entrepreneurs is the same with, I think everyone, we get tired of doing that for someone else, being stressed out and being underappreciated, you know, undervalued. So we say, hey, we have that expertise. We're going to take it upon ourselves and and walk our own road. So I always love hearing um, the stories. But tell me, now you're in the beauty space, but tell me how did you come and tell the people what, what exactly I'm talking about, but tell me how you decided to do what you're doing. I mean, no path is ever that straightforward, right? When I left, <laughs> I, I didn't know that was what I was going to be doing. I actually started a brand consultancy with a partner and we were doing a lot of work with startups, helping them figure out their brand positioning, their brand story, their narrative, their content. And I really liked that because I felt I was making an impact again. You know, I could really see the business um, and see the impact. But then, of course, um, fate stepped in and I took a turn because I met my partner, James, who um, I actually met through my husband. And James had been at Claire all 20 years and in the hair industry a long time and was like an Uber producer and had transitioned into the advertising world. And my husband and I met in advertising. So that was the connection. So um, James is this really intensely passionate individual. I have not met many people like him in my life because he spent about 10 years working on these formulations for hair care. So you asked me what the beauty business is. It's clean hair care. And it's really hard to make clean hair care. It took him a really long time. He found this insane ingredient called Makabu in Northeast Japan, which I'll talk more about later. But um, I met James and uh, he gave me some products to try. And it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, I got to do this. So we decided to partner. We're a really great yin and yang because he's like the product innovation, like, like almost like the mad professor. And I'm like the business person, you know, I'm, I'm the one who's like, okay, but like, let's figure out partnerships and, you know, which salons we want to be affiliated with and, um, or go to market strategy and what are we going to do on Amazon and all that stuff. So I'm doing all the stuff I love and he's doing all the stuff he loves and it's awesome. Mm. So is James, is he uh, a chemist? He's not, which is even more interesting. It's like he knows enough to be a chemist, honestly, because he's done so much research, but he's, he's not a chemist. So what he does do is drive our chemists insane because he <laughs> will do his own digging on ingredients and be constantly peppering with them with, what about this? What about that? Can we take this one out? This one is on, you know, maybe on the dirty list. Maybe we need to rethink it, maybe, you know, and, um, they are awesome. We have these really great chemists in Chicago 
and they have so much patience. God bless them. They really do. And James is so lovely, but he does throw a lot their way and they, they handle it beautifully. Um, so I think there is definitely collaboration between James and our chemist that gets to the final product. Okay. So your company is called Masami. Mm-hmm. So, and you said it's clean premium hair care. Tell me exactly what that means. So we basically created hair care products, which is shampoo, conditioner, styling cream, and shine serum, where we took out the sulfates, parabens, and phthalates, which are sort of the big no-nos that everybody agrees on. There are a lot of ingredients that people don't agree on. That's what's so difficult about clean beauty. But those three, pretty much everybody agrees on. We took those out. It's really hard to do in hair care because those are the things that create sensorial experiences and suds and uh, a a feeling of clean that people like. Mm -hmm. You have to find alternative ingredients to replace them. And and we wanted the products to still feel very luxurious and high-performing. And when James was creating these, he intuitively knew without knowing the way I, I worked on hair care for a bunch of my career. And I know from a consumer insight and research perspective that hydration is the number one issue for consumers. James didn't know that. He just intuitively knew that people would always complain and their hair would be dry and it would be fried and he'd be dealing with models at Clairol where he had to color their hair and color it back. And so he kind of just knew that if you solve hydration, you pretty much fix everyone's hair issues. And that's actually the truth. You can, your hair will be shinier, healthier, less frizzy, more manageable, fuller, all the things you want with, you know, when it's just properly hydrated. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. So I was just wondering, is this hair care, um, can it be used on all types of hair? We tested it on every type of hair we could find. We did quite a bit of extensive uh, consumer testing um, our chemists are also African-American and they tested it on themselves, which I love because they're like, you know, it was a little bit of a torture test. And, um, and I knew if they were happy with the products and they would actually use the products that a lot of other people would be happy with them as well. So we tested them to sort of prove that out and see, is that actually the case? And we tested on all types of Asian hair we tested it on like my kind of hair, which is very straight and thin and colored. Um, we tested it on, you know, super coarse um, hair, super curly hair. Um, I would say, you know, it's not like there's no product that's going to be 100% for everybody. Mm-hmm. But we felt that we could make a product that was going to work for like 90% of people. And I think that's been proven out so far since we've launched Um the people that really like it the most tend to be on the ends of the spectrum. And what I mean by that is either like me, like very thin, fine, just not good hair, um, or very coarse, very curly, unmanageable hair. People that have like Mm -hmm. good hair to start with, (laughs) they don't Mm -hmm. see as much benefit, you know, because it's like, they were already a nine out of 10. So it's like they mm-hmm. use us and okay, fine. It's a little bit better, but it's the people that have more challenges that really see the benefit. Mm, that's very interesting. Um, so tell me what this key ingredient is and how did you co- guys come to find it? 
So the key ingredient is called Mikabu. It's a Japanese ocean botanical. And James found it because he was visiting Masa. And that's, by the way, James's husband, but also the inspiration for our name because Masa is really our muse. Mm-hmm. James and Masa have been together for, I think, about 14, 15 years, something like that. And James would go to Masa's hometown in Atsuchi, Japan, which is where Masa grew up. It's actually where the tsunami hit in 2011 and it got flattened. Uh, mm. They're still rebuilding it. It's I was there last year, or a year and a half ago, actually. And it's it's amazing. It's um, It's beautiful, but it's still not back to what it was before the tsunami. But anyway... James would go back with Masa, visit his family, and was just always amazed at how healthy and young everyone looked and was really curious about their diets and how they think about their personal care routines. And he saw that they were eating this ocean botanical that comes right from the bay there pretty much daily, but then they would also put it in their their hair care and um, their skin care. And they all look like they're about 12. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's like Masa's mother is like, oh, wait a minute. We look like we could be like sisters. You're like, look, she, she's really beautiful. So, um, but she looks so much younger than she is, right? She just looks great. And so they just have this um, different approach to health. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not like, you know, the American approach where we consume a lot of sugar and fat and preservatives and, things in our diet that are not good for us. And, and again, in our beauty products, all the same things, like there's a lot of stuff in our beauty products that are toxic. Mm-hmm. I mean, 90% of hair care um, that's on the market today has toxic ingredients in it. So yeah, not good. Wow. Yeah, I, I know. And um, for probably for about 10 years or more now, I've been very cognizant and watching what I put as far as skin care and hair care and things like that. So getting things without the sulfates and all those things that you should not have is very important to me. Um, so you had this twist of fate once you left your advertising job and it brought you to hair care. Now, was it first and foremost, always hair care or was it something else? Um, and how did you just say, okay, this is what we're going to start. We're going to do the shampoo, conditioner and serum. And are you thinking about branching out or maybe doing cosmetics? So James was super focused on hair. And the irony is I already explained, I don't have good hair and he's bald. (laughs) So here we are, you know, people that are hair challenged launching a hair care brand, but he's always been about hair because he spent a lot of his career. And I spent a lot of my career doing hair as well. I've worked on L'Oreal. I've worked on Nexus. I've also done a lot of beauty um, clinic and Vichy and other things like that. But, um, but he'd been really focused on, on really perfecting these formulations and it took him almost 10 years to do. So when I met him, they were pretty much like, I don't know, maybe 85% there, 80, 85% ready. We tweaked them a little bit more. We did more testing. We made them even a little cleaner. Um, and so that was really the idea is to, to solve that hair challenge. Um, but I will say we're already working on more products in the pipeline because James can't stop himself. He's just one of these, like, you know, always, always thinking, always producing. So we have three products that we're working on that are going to launch early next year. But to answer your question about what else, I mean, we've talked about actually going into body care and even mm. going into nutrition because people eat Makabu. 
They don't just, uh-huh. you know, they don't just put it in their, their personal care. So it's like, it's interesting to think about holistic wellness and for body care, people love our scent and the texture of our products. So people have asked us repeatedly, can you please make a body lotion? And my answer is yes, but not now. Like we just, we have to get our hair care launch first. Um, and then at some point I would love to do that because I would like it too. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And, and especially if it's all natural and it has great properties about it, I would love to have something like that. And I think about my son who has eczema ah. and as a child, as a baby, I went from thing to thing to thing, trying to get something to help him out, you know, yeah. from the Avenos to every, you know, just everything under the sun because the poor kid would scratch himself and you would just see his arms bloody. So that's very important. Uh, and I would, and I asked about the cosmetics because I do see that you've have that in your background as well. And I was just thinking, wow, clean hair care, clean cosmetics, something like that would actually work well. But when you said the body products, I'm like, oh yeah, that's actually, that's a good companion as well. Yeah. Because think about it. We're all about hydration, right? And your body and skin Mm -hmm. needs that too. So I would definitely like to do that at some point. Um, We have so much to do just with what we've made so far, you know, and the other thing that's interesting about our products um, is that they're gender neutral. So, you know, the scent is not overly feminine. It's sort of a fresh, clean, you know, light scent. And so there's things we want to create for men too. Mm. So, wow. Lots yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, I'm, my wheels are turning too. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, they could do this and they could do that. So where are, where can we get the products? Are since they're premium hair care, what are their price, their price range? Are they in exclusive stores or can I go to the common store and get it? So I guess if you think of Amazon as the common store, you can get it there. (laughs) That's my common store. (laughs) Exactly. So we're on Amazon. Um, the products are priced sort of the same kind of pricing as an R&Co or a Living Proof mm-hmm. or sort of a Briogeo type of price range, um, which means we're premium. We have really pure ingredients. We get our makabu powder right from Japan. So that is um, our expensive, you know, our ingredients are not cheap, put it that way, but we wanted to use top-notch products and top-notch ingredients. So our products retail for $38 for the 10-ounce shampoo or conditioner and $36 for our styling cream and $34 for our shine serum. You can also buy the products on our website, which is lovemasami.com. We often have deals via um, our uh, newsletter, our email. So if you want to get a coupon, sign up for our email on our website and we, you know, do stuff around the holidays. Um, yeah, that's, and then we all, we also could be, um, this is a big one. I almost forgot to mention it. We are also sold at, um, spoken wheel, which is a nationwide chain of salons. I hate to say chain. They're not a chain. They are like perfectionists. They are, they have eight locations nationwide. So they have LA, San Francisco, Palo Alto, New York, two in New York, Chicago, uh, Nashville, Boston. Um, Oh, they're in a big outlet. Yeah. So they are now um, carrying our products and also using them on, um, at the back bar. So 
you can try them out there and then see if you like it. Wow. That's great. That sounds really good. I mean, and your prices are, I mean, I think they're fine because I've bought premium products and they're, they're in that same price range. So um, yeah, I think it's very well priced and not a problem at all. So Wow, this is just um, just amazing. I was like, oh, hair care. I've nev- never talked to anyone who, who's done hair care. So it's very interesting. And then your background is just so impressive with the brands that you have dealt with. And then your your partner, James, you said he has had a long um, history of it. Now, did James leave his corporate job and he's doing this now too? Yeah. So it's just, again, serendipity, right? Um, he ended up leaving his advertising job and just the timing of everything worked out brilliantly. Um, and we are pretty much full time, you know, we've got a team of about eight people that are not full time, but are awesome and passionate and really good at what they do. So we have, you know, a PR person and a digital acquisition person and an SEO person and all that stuff that you need these days to build, to build a brand really. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we feel very fortunate that we have such, you know, such great talented people to work with and that we can do this. I mean, you know, my days are so fun now <laughs> compared to, you know, when I was dealing with the, the lawyers every day. Not so fun. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been really for me, it's been really fulfilling. But I'm glad to hear you say that, like, you don't think the pricing is out of whack you know, it depends on people's mindset, I find, because there are people that are more like you, where you're, you're more evolved, you know about clean beauty, you look for products that deliver that, you want performance to, you know, and people like that are willing to pay a little bit more because they understand what goes into it. And they prioritize having products that work, you know, and, and then there are people that just don't care, like they'll buy Suave and spend $2. And it's like, they just don't, see why anyone would spend that kind of money on shampoo. And I just, it just depends on your, your mindset, you know? You know, that is, that's so true. And it's funny because I was going to say that you have people who will go and buy the, I say drugstore, you know, for lack of a better word, the drugstore products. And they're just fine with it. Like I'm always shocked at women who say, you know, I'm like, Oh, okay. What kind of makeup do you have on there? Like, Oh, whatever I find in, in the supermarket. I'm like, Oh, Really? You, you find your, <laughs> your makeup from the supermarket? Okay. You know, and I'm just like, how do you do that? So yes, it does depend on your, your mindset because I want to make sure that the things that I'm putting on my skin and in my body are things that are going to be beneficial, not things that are going to harm me. So yeah. I will pay that extra money to get a clean product that I know that five years from now, you know, I won't be getting a letter saying, okay, now you have cancer because you uh, use yeah. this product. Right. <laughs> right. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's very important. Yeah. And it just, it depends on who you're talking to, but I think the market is great. And I think you guys have a good following. So how long have you been in business? Only since February. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wow. when we launched, we launched at New York fashion week actually in February. Wow. So how are things going? really actually, you know, I can't complain. They've been, they've been really good despite all the craziness around us. Um, I think there are more people that are tuning into their health and looking at 
beauty and clean beauty or clean products in general. Um, so I feel like we're definitely on trend and I think people want self-care right now as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's good. And I think as salons open, hopefully we'll build even more partnerships there. And yeah, I think things are good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I would imagine you want to put this in salons everywhere that you possibly can so that not only can someone get it at Amazon, if they go to whatever salon they go to to get their hair done, it'll be one of those things where, oh, yeah, I need a, a bottle of shampoo so they can pick it up there as well. Yeah. And my whole thing is the more people that try it, that's our best marketing. Because when people try it, they a lot of people, I can't say every single person, right? But a lot of mm-hmm. people feel and see the difference after just one use. And they're like, wow. So a big part of our strategy in launching was like, how do we get, you know, samples and get as many people mm-hmm. to try it as possible in salons is an obvious, an obvious way to do that. So that's right. a key part of our, our strategy for sure. Now you may be doing this, but I'm going to ask as far as your strategy, do you have like a starter packet, a starter kit that someone can get, get like, so the uh, shampoo, the conditioner, and maybe the serum all in, a bundle for a price or do I have to buy each thing individually? No, we do. We actually have, we, we call it a travel kit. They're, oh. they're sort of luxury size samples of all four products. Um, and that's been a great way for people to get in because they'll try it. They'll decide, you know, you know, some people, it's interesting. Some people love the shine serum and some people love the silent cream mm-hmm. and other people just want to stick with the shampoo and conditioner, but it's a great way to try it for sure. Okay. And I can get that on Amazon. Um, you can't get the travel kit on Amazon. You can get that on our website. Okay. Because actually, it's funny that we're actually talking because the other day I was thinking, you know, I need new, <laughs> new hair products. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm using some that I actually order online and get because you can't get them in the store and I like them, but I was like, Hmm, I wonder if I can get something a little bit better. So I'm actually going to go on your website and cool look for that packet to get me a little kit to start off with. Who knows? I may, I may be a convert. That would be amazing. So where are you guys located? I'm kind of everywhere, but we're really in New York city. Okay. Okay. Great. Oh, that's the hub. That's the great place to be to get everything out there. Oh, wow. So I'm going to go into the questions. So are you ready? Yes. Fire away. Okay. Who or what motivates you? I would say my kids because um, they're so interesting. You know, they're 19 and 17 and the stuff that they're into and them trying to explain to me why I can't go on TikTok. It's not cool. (laughs) TikTok, Like, yeah, okay. I want to know. So I always learn from them and that's motivating. (laughs) What demotivates you? bad, negative people. Um, I just, um, I don't do well with people that are pessimists or just sour grapes or just negative because I'm an optimist at heart and I, um, I like to see the glass half full. Mm. When was a time that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked out for your good? Um, I would say, you know, maybe this was, it would be a situation. Oh, I know. 
I had someone give me a performance review and there are going to be women listening to this that will, will be nodding um, along, hopefully um, that I'm not, I'm not a, the only person. They told me I was too direct. Oh, I've had that all the time. Thank you. <laughs> See, and you know, at the time it was said in a mean way, like it was a thing I had to fix, but mm-hmm. I realized I don't want to fix it. It's actually mm-hmm. a benefit. And yes, there are ways to be direct and not nice. And there are ways to be direct and nice. So I've probably made more of an effort to be the nicer direct. But it was definitely one of those things like, huh, I don't think I want to change that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I had someone tell me that in a workplace too. Say, you, you're too direct. You, you should, you know, you should change. And I'm like, what? Yes, I know. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't think so. Okay. What is your fear? Um, I don't do well when I'm doing nothing. So Mm. like, like if I, like if, if the internet went down and we are stuck inside because of COVID and I'm literally like in this little apartment and can't do anything, (laughs) I would go stir crazy because I am somebody who gets my energy from productivity. Mm. So that is like, I just can't sit still. Mm. Is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't? Um, I mean, I probably wish I would have left the ad business a little sooner than I did um, because I really didn't enjoy it for the, my last job at all. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I kind of knew what I was signing up for. I knew it was going to be hard. Um, but, you know, sometimes you get yourself on like this hamster wheel where you think like that's what you have to do because that's what you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I wish I probably should have gotten out. Or, but then again, look at, again, serendipity. If I would have quit a few years before, I might not have met James. I might be doing something else and that might not have happened. So true. So true. Um, is there a time that you wish you had not done something? Um, that I wish I had not done something. Um, well, I kind of just said it like maybe not taking that last job I took. Mm, Yeah. You know, like that would have saved me a whole lot of angst, but, um, I learned from it too. I mean, it was painful, but it was a learning experience. So I guess it was worth something. Yeah. You know, nothing uh, happens, just happens, right? It's always a reason for something. What is your definition of success? Um, You know, for me, it is about like building something positive in the world. It's as simple as that. I know it sounds sort of quaint, but, you know, I just think um, there are a lot of products and brands that are not great. And being able to make something that's high quality and good and good for you and good for the environment, we're always trying to evolve and get better. So we're not, we're not perfect. I will fully, fully acknowledge that. But um, striving to make things that are, you know, more sustainable, more breakthrough, more, more, um, you know, healthier, I think is really exciting. And that's what I would think is a success. Mm. Okay, Miss Productivity, how do you recharge? 
How do I read? Okay, that one's easy because I've started doing yoga every single day in lockdown. Um, I found this yoga. I've been talking about her all the time. This woman must be thinking like, who is this woman in New York who keeps talking about me? But this uh, YouTuber called Yoga by Adrian, and she does online courses on YouTube. So you can do them anytime you want. They're not classes where you have to be there at a certain time. And I found that when I do it every single day, it definitely helps me reset, recharge, start the day. You know, it's just been a really good practice. So I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to do that as long as I can. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. What are you awesome at? I would say my superpower is in building high performing teams. I'm really good at identifying what other people are good at and helping them realize and see their capabilities and bringing it out and then putting those people together to make like magic happen. Mm, Wow. What legacy do you want to leave? I mean, I would love for Masami to be a highly regarded, high quality, successful in those standards, you know, brand that my, my kids could at some point point to and say, that's amazing. You know, um, my kids have seen my husband and I in work situations for a long time. And I think most of them turn them off (laughs) Mm -hmm. because, you know, they see us come home and get frustrated and, you know, venting and, um, and I, I would love for them to see the possibilities of making something that they want to make, you know, Mm. like, it's not that they, I, I don't want them to love my business. It's not like right. that they should love my, but I want them to see that they could do that too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Give the listeners one motivational takeaway. I would say one thing that I learned in my career and I wish, uh, and I say this to women all the time and I wish I didn't have to, but you don't get if you don't ask. Mm. So if you want something, you can't think that just because you're a hard worker and you're really good at your job and you show up every day motivated, it doesn't mean anything. People won't give you things unless they know that you want them and they don't know that you want them unless you say it. And so for a long time, I was the person who would put my head down and I never asked for anything. And I just felt like I shouldn't have to. My work speaks for itself. Well, that is stupid. <laughs> mm. Men are asking for things all the time and they're getting yes. them. So it's like, you shouldn't feel bad about asking for things. And I've learned that late in my career. And I just think that's something, yeah, you shouldn't have to, you should, you should do, you should do as early as possible. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Men, men go in and do it all the time. And it's like, oh, wow, he's a great negotiator. And when right. women do it, it's like, Oh, can you believe she's acting like that? You know, it's, it's like being told, you know, you're too direct. Right. Like, it's like a woman asks for a four day work weekend. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. And and then a guy will come in and ask for a $20,000 raise and they won't even blink. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I know. So anyway, that's always my, I always push women to like, don't complain, just demand. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, oh, yes. I'm so glad you said that because I felt that way for a long time. Yes, definitely. 
So Lynn, tell the listeners how they can connect with you. Um, We've talked about the products, but tell them again where they can find the products and whatever else you have on your horizons that you want them to stay um, in tune for. Yeah, sure. So you can find the products, as I said, on Amazon or on our website, which is lovemossme.com. You can follow us on any of our social channels, which we're on all of them, including TikTok, <laughs> at <laughs> Love Masami Hair. And my, my personal, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn or um, Lynn Powered is my social handle on pretty much everything. Oh, wow. Well, Lynn, you know what? I thank you for taking time out of your busy day to be on Trina Talk. It has been interesting. I learned something new. Um, who knew that you could find a product in the middle of, you know, Japan in the ocean and make it a hair product? But yeah, I'm going to try it. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. And thank you so much. And let me know what you think. If you like Trina Talk, please don't forget to go out to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination.